Center Insights. I'm today's host, Joanna Quisa, founder and CEO of Quisa Co., a strategic consultancy firm, and I'm also a tech entrepreneur. In today's episode, we will hear more from my co-host, Nanda Felding, a senior partner at Center Partners, an executive search firm in London, where she runs the global consumer and brand practice. Nanda has a contemporary approach to executive search. She works with clients looking for transformative and holistic solutions that see talent as a strategic advantage. Her work has taken her across continents and she's used to working with geographically and culturally diverse teams. Nanda is today's subject matter expert and she's happy to share her knowledge with you, our global audience. The pandemic inspired us to take a fresh approach to our businesses and leverage one of our greatest assets, our global network of executives. We have launched this Ascenta Insight series to answer specific questions across many business critical topics. In this episode, Nanda will share her insights on future talent strategies, Talent 2.0, to provide you food for thought when forming your leadership team to drive your organization forward. I have taken the liberty today to appoint myself to be Toastmaster as I know Nanda well and I know how passionate she is about this topic. <laughs> Thanks, Johanna. Much appreciated. Over the past months, we realized even more than ever that there's an unpredictable future where innovation and agility are key for survival. Companies that act swiftly and decisively and with a strong moral compass are likely to emerge stronger out of the crisis and will be better prepared to withstand the next major disruption. So how do we look at the talent topic with this new reality in mind? It is obvious talent practices too need to prepare for less predictable environments. After all, talent is the secret to competitive advantage in the 21st century. The unpredictable future. Scary or exciting? A mix of both, depending on your senior exec team. The unpredictable future requires excellent leaders, and as many of our clients commented, the past few months have offered companies an opportunity for a true talent review. It has become clear who is fit for the future and who is perhaps less equipped to lead in an environment where change is the order of the day and where uncertainty is a new certainty. Last week's episode by Jen and Karen shares different leadership responses, which probably resonate with responses seen across most of our clients. From a talent assessment point of view, it means the spotlight moves even more to specific behavioral skills that we would like to see in our leaders. Empathy, agility, curiosity, creativity, humility. These are a few of the key traits that are often mentioned as being demonstrated by excellent leaders who are able to navigate companies through the storm. With that background in mind, let's move to the focus of today's episode. Yes, absolutely. So today I would like to share some food for thought regarding future talent strategies, Talent 2.0. I would like to introduce a few key ingredients that combined could act as the fertile ground for future business success. It could enhance innovation and aid an agile and adaptable environment. After all, the businesses that will sprint forward are the ones that adapt, 
innovate, the ones that are not afraid to disrupt, and understand that it's an ever-changing world where a forward-looking view is required, and talent ought to be a core strategic focus to unlock it. What if we use the aforementioned True Talent Review as an opportunity to look at talent strategies with a new lens? After all, organizations need to anticipate. They need to hire the right individuals based on more than just the technical skill set and our ability in order to ensure that the next generation senior leaders is equipped with the right behaviors. Technical skills that only has proven not to be the winning recipe during the pandemic. It is the behaviors of talent, human skills such as the one I just mentioned, authenticity, nimbleness, resilience, courage, and an extreme flexibility. A company is a collection of people, and so it needs the right talent in order to predict, anticipate, adapt, and disrupt. The unpredictable future becomes far more exciting and predictable with the right leaders in place that come with the right behaviors. These inspiring and capable leaders will be able to drive bottom line results through unlocking innovation, which is key to staying ahead in the ever-evolving complex world. Yet naturally, leaders cannot do it by themselves. And there's argument to say that the best leaders are the ones that set a vision, yet include and create a truly inclusive culture. Team diversity levels and culture are two key additional components to consider regarding our quest for preparing for the unknown future and to reimagining new business opportunities. So let's deep dive into more detail what I mean by the additional components and let's explore the symbiotic relationship they have and how they affect innovation, including talent strategies. People, not companies, generate value. Or, as Margaret Havenham puts it brilliantly, companies do not create ideas. People do. So, what are the underlying factors of innovation looking at talent? Well, there's the individual. As we all know, we come with our own set of behaviors, tools, and skills. Humans have different dimensions, such as our characteristics, say our demographic diversity. We have the technical skills, and then we also have behavioral skills and cognitive ability. These blend and evolve naturally. For example, I'm curious and hence I travel, which means I have different perspectives and ideas to share that continue to evolve the more I mature and learn. The second factor is the group, so teams and company structures, where diversity and more specifically, cognitive diversity is key to unlock innovation and prevent blind spots. More about this in a minute. Thirdly, there's the culture, which can either be the fertilizer, facilitator, or culture can block the flow of ideas, and new concepts, depending on inclusion. New ideas cross-pollinate better ideas. New ideas are inspired by different perspectives and different perspectives are shared by diverse views. Ideally, we would like an inclusive environment where empathy, sharing of new ideas and cross-pollination are stimulated and inspired through business structures, processes and protocols. An agile culture where talent is able to come up with new ideas and are subsequently empowered to deliver the innovation. Inclusion is the obvious link to diversity, which is extremely valuable. The more companies embrace and empower idea sharing, the more agile they become. McKinsey shared a nice example of how they as an organization asked the younger partners who are more digitally savvy to challenge the senior partners' beliefs in order to continue to learn and evolve. As a heads up, one of our future episodes will be on inclusion, and we have an incredible industry expert sharing more about the secret sauce to unlock inclusion specifically. 
Nanda, you mentioned cognitive diversity and then digressed. Could we go back to that, please? Glad to have you as my Toastmaster, Joe, and you're absolutely right. Let us return to cognitive diversity. What is cognitive diversity and how can teams with a high level of cognitive diversity have a direct positive impact on a company's bottom line? Diversity is not just the right behavior or a tick-in-the-box exercise. Research has demonstrated over the past years that diverse groups outperform homogeneous groups. And for example, Scott Page research has demonstrated that diversity is a requirement if one wants accurate prediction. He summarizes it as one plus one can equal three, but only if the two ones are different. We all know ample examples of diversity in our day-to-day -day lives, and perhaps they do not always bring up the best memories, as we humans like to surround ourselves with similar people and we like to feel good and recognized. Yet diversity is powerful, as without variance or differences, you could not produce new ideas. Diverse ideas could inspire a cognitive discussion in an inclusive environment, one where debates can lead to new answers rather than agreeing with one another, which is often the consequence of sharing similar ideas due to either a lack of diversity or a lack of receptive environment, a culture. So, as I was saying, cognitive diversity, what is it exactly? There are many types of diversity as we know it. Race, religion, gender, age, all of these are often classified under the header demographic diversity. I would like to share Matthew Side's concept of cognitive diversity here. That is to say, differences in perspective, insights, experiences, and thinking styles. Naturally, there's often an overlap between the two concepts. So for example, people with a different background and experiences often think about problems in a different way. Yet it is not always the case. Organizations that contain diverse views have a huge, often decisive advantage as they can solve complex problems better. Many studies indeed suggest that bringing together individuals with different experiences can broaden and deepen the knowledge of teams. I personally love his book, Rebel Ideas, which explains that wise groups express a different dynamic. They are not clone-like, but bring insights from different regions of the problem space. Such groups contain people with perspectives that challenge, augment, diverge, and cross-pollinate, which according to Matthew represents the hallmark of collective intelligence how wholes become more than the sum of their parts. This is obviously what companies aspire to do, to be better as a collective rather than the individual talent. And it is almost logical, isn't it? If the individual components are diverse in nature, doesn't it naturally mean that the total sum is greater compared to when we're all the same? Flip side is they could also be worse. And this is where strategic talent strategies, including assessment, come into play. Having different frames of reference and combining these different perspectives creates a more comprehensive picture and can be powerful. Powerful not only because it inspires new ideas and innovation, powerful because it prevents blind spots. A more complete picture ensures better decision-making and more accurate predictions. Margaret Havenin's globally renowned book, Willful Blindness, explains the downside of a lack of diversity around us brilliantly. Surrounding ourselves with people who are alike and share similar values and beliefs allows us to construct a world around us that feels safe, but can also blind us to valuable information, facts and behaviors that should alert or alarm us. Ask yourself, how many times have you hired in your mold? What do you do to ensure you create an environment where all different types of talents can excel? 
Blind spots in executive leadership teams are dangerous as companies fail to recognize a need to disrupt. They might believe they are disrupting their industry, yet without realizing competitors have leapfrogged or new competition has arrived in the meantime. Ample examples are present of companies that failed to innovate and unfortunately did not survive. Contrary, companies like Nike and Apple continue to be the number one consumer brand. They embrace diversity and innovation. They understand there's no one-size-fits-all approach, and agility is the new norm. So, we recommend organizations to embrace diversity, and specifically cognitive diversity, in order to hire differently and to create teams, C-suite and below, that inspire the creation of platforms for innovation. This ingredient, when mixed well, can offer a tremendous USP for companies due to the correlation between diversity and innovation, as well as resilience and adaptability, which are key words we hear all around us during COVID as success factors. Hence, it pays off to think about the individual talents you hire, to emphasize the assessment of behavioral skills and values on an individual level, and to realize that creating a diverse team where cognitive diversity is present is important. All of this should be embedded in a culture of inclusion, idea sharing, and empowerment to foster the potential of innovation. Gillian's Fox episode talks about culture and how organizations often do not realize how it impacts a day-to-day -day business, as effectively your people are your organization, and your culture is the way things get done in your organization. As mentioned, in order to truly reap the rewards of hiring diverse, it is paramount that the culture embraces innovation and understands the importance of change. While loyalty is great, a senior executive team with little diversity in terms of fresh ideas, because they've been with the same organization for 20 years, isn't great. It likely enhances blind spots and prevents traditional companies to compete with tech-first businesses. Exceptional talent is hard to find, and they are increasingly demanding in terms of the environment and culture of the new organization. For example, tech-first companies offer a fail-fast environment versus a more traditional one in quintessential businesses. Yet these traditional businesses ought to innovate and hence hire diverse talent from potentially different, more disruptive backgrounds. Additionally, over the past few months, we have seen an acceleration in terms of senior candidate feedback and evaluation as well. Top talent continues to be scarce and they try to understand the way companies engage with them. So their values, authenticity, how much they embrace technology, sustainability, and operate with high levels of integrity. Hence, the spotlight moving to behaviors comes 360, as it is not only the companies doing this with regards to senior executives, it is talent, both internal and external as well. Successful hiring depends on the current culture. It depends on the transformation companies go through and how to identify diverse talent fits the culture yet with cognitive diversity in mind. Then there's the platform to embed new ways of thinking. So are companies willing to change business processes and systems, internal behaviors, in order to disrupt and move forward? We hear it so often, outside talent can offer a fresh perspective. Yet it is very true, as Catherine Wines, a British entrepreneur, says so well, to become a visionary, you have to take the perspective of an outsider in order to see the things that are taken for granted by insiders. Possibilities and opportunities become most apparent when you are confronting a problem with a fresh perspective. In essence, it underscores the solution to prevent blind spots. This has been great, but what does all of this mean for an organization? 
Yes. So with this in mind, what does it mean for organizations? It means we need to ensure we set a talent strategy where we achieve an adequate level of diversity, yet importantly embedded in a culture that embraces and rewards innovation and naturally evolves to disrupt and stay ahead of its competition, i.e. a highly inclusive one. How much risk do we want to take? How much of an out-of-the-box profile do we want to hire? Is this really a higher risk than remaining with the status quo? How to approach the next generation of talent and strategize where to hire from? How to ensure we offer them the right environment once hired? Unfortunately, there's not one simple answer to all these questions. Time and time again, we see the main differentiator for a successful hire to be the cultural fit. It is important for companies to understand their culture, where they are and where they potentially want to move to, and how talent is a key component in their business strategy and future success. You can hire the best disruptive talent in the world. If the individual is not a cultural fit, it will be like an organ rejection and a waste of resources and potentially even worse. People could refer to the failure as an argument to refer back to old ways of thinking. This blind spot is critical to become aware of. And cognitive diversity with the right leadership and environment will raise their hand. Overall, it is fair to say traditional consumer businesses are all fighting for D2C and digital talent. Talent who has an understanding of the end consumer, new customer acquisition tools, and the omnichannel journey. However, traditional consumer businesses characterized by B2B2C channels cannot overnight move to become D2C first. And D2C startups cannot become MNCs overnight. The talent required and risk-reward ratio accepted by the business depends on the overall business strategy. So, with that in mind, let's take the business vision as a starting point, yet with the humility to understand that talent must lead strategy and that talent ought to be diverse in order to push the business vision further. Where do we want to be in the future? How are we going to get there? The majority of the companies need to evolve, disrupt, stay ahead of competition to get to this objective. And they need to embrace innovation. How do we create innovation? By hiring diverse, by considering less conventional talent. After all, we cannot innovate and move forward by hiring the same type of talent that got us to where we are now. We need to take a calculated risk and explore options with a forward-looking vision. Organizations need to constantly assess their internal top players. Are they really the shapers of the future? Are they really the movers and the shakers? Hence, I would like to encourage companies to take a fresh approach to talent, to perhaps evaluate out-of-the-box profiles, to have a more creative hiring process where talent needs to demonstrate behaviors as opposed to just technical skills. Dare to hire from a different industry to get a fresh perspective. Select your executive search firm carefully, as they are an extension of you in the market and responsible to offer you options on both ends of the risk-reward spectrum. Additionally, companies need to work closely with their executive search firm partners and make sure to build a long-term pipeline for talent. This allows the exec search firm to suggest talent solutions proactively in order to aid capturing opportunities. I would like to encourage companies to take a truly global lens, understand how much we can learn from different cultures, perceptions, and how cognitive diversity is a secret enabler of unlocking tremendous business opportunities. After all, high chance your consumers are an extremely diverse audience as well. So better to have them represented as much as possible in your senior exec team. And finally, I would like to encourage companies and senior exec teams 
to consider more creative solutions. For example, if a company is not ready to hire a complete DGC team, create a think tank where ideas can be offered by a cognitive diverse panel of experts. Curated think tanks for topics such as digital transformation, sustainability, and DNI are highly agile and effective as they are a source of knowledge and a direct lifeline to trends and hence proven to be hugely impactful. They expand an executive's peripheral vision, which reduces blind spots and enhances a forward-looking vision. Significant food for thought, and the beauty of hiring diverse talent is the accumulating effect. Diverse talent hires diverse talent who innovate and who create a more agile and harmonious environment where businesses can stay ahead of the competition. Change offers business opportunities. Hire people who get this. Wow, this is truly food for thought. So, Nanda, to wrap it up, what would you like the audience to take away? Yes, good point. I leave you with these questions or considerations to enhance innovation and resilience through a talent dance. Could you increase levels of cognitive diversity in your organization? Where does your next generation talent come from and how will you attract them? And finally, how can you ensure to set the next generation talent up for success and create a truly inclusive and empowering environment? Thank you, Nanda, for giving us insight on how critical it is for organizations to rethink and take a strategic approach to talent attraction to stay ahead of competition. I also think you have proven that the right executive search firm is an essential business partner, providing strategic guidance to critical skills and cultural fit for each individual organization. In next week's episode, I will expand on the diversity topic and how organizations can use it to their strategic and competitive advantage. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and you will hear again from us next week. Thank you.